Hey everybody, welcome to uh, View from the Exurbs, episode 3. We're going to call this one uh, Cucaracha with a Car Horn. Uh, it'll become uh, more apparent to you later on why that is. Believe me, it's hilarious. Uh, anyway, uh, my friend Mike, Mike Accardo is an actor. Uh, he and I worked, we did beaches together down at Drury Lane Theater in, um, down outside of Chicago. And uh, he's just, he's just a, you know, he's an actor. We're about the same age. He's about, uh, what, like 10 years older than I am. And uh, he is uh, just one of those guys that, uh, you know, uh, if you invite him to the party, it's going to be a good party. Uh, he's a great actor. He's a lot of fun to be on. He's a workhorse. Uh, he's, done a, he's done a ton of stuff. You see him in a, in a bunch of things. He had just, um, just recently, he's shot a, an episode of the Showtime show, uh, Shameless with William H Macy and uh, Emmy Rossum. We actually later on we're gonna he's gonna call her Emily Rossum, but it's Emmy Rossum. And uh, you know he was really great about that, and he got to hang with uh, William H Macy, who you recognize from a bunch of stuff. He was the uh, he was Mr. Lundegaard in uh, in um, uh, Fargo, the the film. And anyway, you've seen him in a bunch of stuff. Uh, the Cooler. He's done a lot of David Mamet stuff. Anyway, uh, William H Macy and and Mike Accardo were on set. And you know when when you when you two have two actors who have been doing it long enough, you all have lived roughly the same lives or at least experienced very similar uh live very similar things in your life so you can you tune into each other really well really easily uh so he had a bunch of pictures of uh Mike has a bunch of pictures of him and William H Macy just being dopey on set and uh, he had a great time anyway. Mike is now doing uh Man of La Mancha up here in Milwaukee at the Milwaukee rep uh good for him. And uh, so he's in town now, so hopefully I'm going to have him around to, to fart around with uh, for the next uh, next six, eight weeks. Uh, but he was over to the house. Uh, I invited him over. We had some, uh, we had some lunch. And uh, we just decided, hey, let's, let's go ahead and do this. Uh, let's go ahead and do the podcast now because uh, you're, you're a ton of fun and you got great stories. And uh, I'm certain you're going to like this. So uh, here we are. View from the experts. X Herbs Episode 3, Mike Accardo. Normal. Just, just be normal. Normal. Just be normal for five fucking minutes. Okay. Um. Where in Wisconsin are you from? I'm not from Wisconsin. I thought you were. You nope. just a Packer fan? Grew up in Grew up in Rockford. Rockford, Illinois. Yep. Where's that? Just south of the border. Hmm. Seventy-five miles northwest of Chicago. But we moved to Wisconsin when I was was the summer. Before my junior year in high school, we moved to a little town in central Wisconsin called Port Edwards. There are three little towns, Nakusa, Port Edwards, and Wisconsin Rapids. And then like 12 miles further north is Stevens Point. Mm-hmm. But all of those towns at that time, big big shot paper mill towns. I mean, the this, this towns were actually built around the paper mills. Isn't that interesting? Like I remember when I was watching, uh, what did, what were those uh, that that those, that football movie from the eighties with Tom Cruise going all the way or some shit, something like that, uh-huh. where you where you're in like a mill town or something like that. I I don't know any mill town. I never did a and, mill town thing. And I moved from a city 
that it was the second largest city in Illinois at the time. Mm-hmm. And the high school I went to had 2,500 kids, probably 50-50, black and white. Mm-hmm. And it was the second what high school. When did you graduate high school? 78. 78, okay. But I went to a Catholic high school my freshman year. Then I went to the public, a public high school my sophomore mm-hmm. year. And then we moved. The reason I, the reason I didn't want to go to the Catholic school it wasn't because I didn't like the you, Catholic you, school. You didn't, you didn't like the skirts didn't fit you right. <laughs> and, and, and the and it's weird that freshman year, the girls wearing the freshman year skirts had to wear that same skirt four years in a row. Well, the actual the very same yes garment. Yep, and then then the next freshman class would get a different skirt, and then they'd wear that. So there'd be wait, would they be different colors? Or different tartans, like there were clans and Braveheart? Yep, something different. But, you know, and then throughout the year, there are four different skirts, so you knew which girls were fre- <laughs> freshmen, sophomore, juniors, and seniors. But those kind of, po- That sounds kind of objectifying. <laughs> I like, know. Like burkas or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Below the waist burka. Below the waist burka. Catholic burka. <laughs> but I remember the seniors, after my freshman year, it was the last like week they were going to wear their skirts, and they just demolished them. They would they like do? they would like sign them. Every, every, all the seniors' skirts would have like graffiti on it, and, My, uh, and they'd be cut up. When different. I was in Catholic school, they was they were navy. It was dark navy. How could they see? How could you write on a skirt? No, these were seen? like uh, what color were they? Well, you'd use a sharpie. It was like a green sort of like okay. herringbone kind okay. of thing. Okay, but they always they're always like that. I mean, yeah. it's not polka dots. Right, it's always some kind of English pattern right. that's going to be on. Right. But so my the only reason I wanted to go from the Catholic high school to the public high school because I heard how hard biology was. Biology? Yeah, specifically biology. Specifically, and it, what for is some weird, I don't know because everybody was having a hard time with it, biology. and I knew if everyone else was having a time, hard time with it, I'd have an even worse time. With it. <laughs> Were you not a good student? No, I was a middle of the road student. Yeah, I know. C I, student. I, yeah, right, I exactly. went for the social aspect. Yeah, of, of course. School. But did, well, you, uh, I, I'm, I'm statistically, I was the, I was the median in my grade. I was the middle student. I was the, the mathematical center. Of everybody's GPAs. That's about what I was. But 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 the thing is, it's what I got out of this. You could have done better, but it just wasn't a priority. Didn't have to. I you know I got by with yeah. Wits. (laughs) 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 And you still made it to the middle of the pack. That's amazing to me. That's unusual. That's a testament. You know what? You are you are. It's like Rudy. It's like you're doing great. Good for you, buddy. Good for you. So back to my story. If I can remember where the hell I was. Oh. So went to the public school. That's where my sister went. Auburn High School on the west side of Rockford. 50-50, black and white. About 2,500 kids. Come to find out. Oh, and that, that year, I was I went out for baseball in the spring. And good baseball team. Really uh, great athletes at this school. And I was going to be the backup catcher on the varsity team. And then we found out we were going to move, and <clears throat> I also got cast in Godspell that spring, and I chose the play. That's a moment over baseball, That's an important and my baseball coach had no—he could not get through his mind that I would give up this position on the varsity baseball team to, to go be, be a, Lamar, to, to be go a, sing all good gifts, to be. <laughs> To be Jesus oh, in Jesus, though? Yeah. Eh, well, no, 
read something there. And then, and, and, yeah, totally. So that was when I made my choice. But then... Were you that, a good baseball player? I guess I was a very good okay, baseball fine. player. Catcher is usually where they put the guy with the bad knees, though. You well, know that, right? Well, eventual bad knees. Okay. So then... I was told that we we're going to move. And... Uh, so that summer, we moved to central Wisconsin to a town that had 2,126 people in the entire town. The where I came from a high school uh-huh. that had more people mm-hmm. in it, <coughs> and not a brown person there. Completely white people, and everyone in the town, you talk about a mill town, I'm getting back to where we were talking about, everyone worked at the mill, whether it be an executive, you know, a Guy who worked third shift, second shift, first no, shift. Yeah, totally. <coughs> and it ran twenty four seven. And this, it was huge. Yep. And uh, I had no knowledge of how the whole city could be attuned to that one enterprise. And depend, uh, I see dependent yeah. on that one enterprise. I said, "What will oh. happen if something happens?" I mean, no, that, but that's that's the story across the <coughs> steel mill flows and and. You know, towns all across western yeah. Pennsylvania fold. You know, yeah. that's, but that's it was really thing. interesting. I brought this sort of urban... Were you exotic? I, I was new mm-hmm. and I, in a small town, and I came from a larger city, and all the girls, you know, fell in love with the new guy, you know. Did you do plays in your new school? Oh, yeah. What did you do? I did. I was only there for two years. Did The Matchmaker my what? junior year. Is that a play? The, the play. Okay. And then they did a music the fo- musical the following year. I was Billy in Anything Goes. Oh! <laughs> Probably the worst production of Anything Goes ever, but nonetheless, I got to sing all those Did you, let things. me hear your reading when you find, because <laughs> I did it too. I in did high it too. And I, no, I did it, at, okay, now in New Jersey, there's a place called, in Edison, New Jersey, there's a place called Plays in the Park, shout out. And uh, it was actually kind of just like bouncing up against the professional theater level because they had a, uh, there was like a, uh, the town had an extra half percent county tax or something like that back when I was doing it. And so they were able to spend the unheard of sums of like $30,000 on a show or something like sure. that. But none of the actors were paid. But I went there and I, I, I landed the coveted role of uh, Billy in Anything Goes at that time. And, uh, you know, I mean, you just, I was, I was flying high. Yeah. I was working at, in Edison, New Jersey, man. But it was a, it's a fun show. I mean, it's a, yeah. it's a good role. Sure. Uh, what, what, what kind of things, how did, you, how did you put your mark on it? I have no idea. I was, I was 15 years, uh, 16 years old. You're a hack. I know. I well, would have known at 16. 16 years old. The night is young. The, the sky, sky is gray. And <laughs> gray? <laughs> what is it? <laughs> Your beard is gray. The sky is clear. The sky is clear. And if you'd like to go walking, dear, it's no. delightful. Mm. It's delicious. No, it's I remember. Lovely. Did you did you end up having a romance with uh, your did. hope? I did. You did? Yeah, she was my girlfriend my uh, senior year. Nice. Yeah. What was her we, name? Mary. Mary. Mary, Mary you, Woodhouse. Mary, how you doing? Mary is a doctor in upstate New York. Oh, so finally she got her life She's together. She's a surgeon. She's Really? Yeah. Do you think you helped with that? <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> maybe your anatomy mm-hmm. bar. No, I do you think? Do you think maybe she was like, you know, what? I don't like men. I realized it now, and now Could I'm be. Gonna, Who knows? I'm gonna spend the next but I was a boy. I, I was a boy then. So, mm-hmm. no man. <laughs> but <clears throat> yeah, and then I did it later, and I played the cast. Let's, let's go. You know, because a lot of people. 
uh, I'm assuming I haven't paid. I haven't upgraded my subscription to Podbean to uh, find out who actually listens to this. But I'm assuming that it's going to be people with a lot of theater interest and whatnot. Is so this a theater sort of uh, venue? Uh, well, I mean that's 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 what I do. That's that's how people. If anybody's following me, it's probably because they saw. Uh, or you were in a show. Or that's or when I started getting on Twitter, and that's when it happened. Gotcha. So and then I still do. I okay. still do tons of theater, and I tweet about that and whatnot. Think Shoshana Bean will listen to this? <laughs> what a show, show, mm. yeah. Hey, show. <laughs> Um, but uh, uh, you know, they, they're going to be li- interested in in like our theater stories. And one of the best things about actors who I mean, how long have you been an actor? How long have you been a professional actor? When you're thirty five years, thirty five years. Okay, so we all become kind of uh, a very interesting animal. I think just a, a unique person. Sure. We're kind of like we're kind of like um, we have we we have the go with it of a, of a of a soldier inside a, a jester's mind or something like that. You know we. We, we, you know, the, we, are, we are quick-minded, but there's also that, that whole ethos that you and I understand about you do the show. You get it done, you fix it on the fly. That kind of stuff, I think, right. breeds kind of a kind of resourcefulness that is unique, and I, I, I find it in... in what also of, breeds that resourcefulness is trying to get the job. Yeah. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Well, yeah, you're always hustling. You're always, yeah. you're always grinding. Our job grinding seems to out. be to get... Our, the our, job is it, getting the job. Yep, the that's, fun is, is the job. actually working, right. Yeah, you yeah. know what? Um, um, uh, and sometimes mine, the hunt is better than the kill, right, you so know, it's much like always life. The case. Yeah, much like life. Um, when uh, 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 Nick Wyman, who is, uh, who is a former, uh, he, he did Tenardier on Broadway, and uh, we've been friends with him uh, ever since, and um, he was also the president the of president Equity of for a, a term. Equity, yeah. And he... Uh, uh, he once said, I asked him once, we were, he, we were having a, 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 a SAG meeting, or a SAG meeting, equity a, a, meeting, an equity meeting, and he was in town, he was in Milwaukee, and I asked him, what do you think, what do you find the hardest thing is of your job? What's the, what's, what's your biggest challenge? And he said, um, I'm trying to manage uh, artists in an industry where everybody would work for free. He, you know, and that makes sense. You know, there's always, there's sure, always, sure. there's always somebody who's willing to, you know, if, if you want to, you know, producers pay us be, for one reason alone they're because we're to. guarantees. No, they <laughs> <laughs> they would pay us no, if they didn't have to. No, they're guarantees. You learn to, you know, I guess that's with any job. When when you're paying somebody, you have an expectation. You know, it's a it's a transaction. Right. They're not gifting you the money. You right. have an obligation. Sure. Uh, and th- but there are still a lot of people who would who would climb up on stage and, and risk looking like an idiot. Uh, uh, for the chance to be on stage because they feel like they have it in their bones or whatever, but but there is um, or it would afford them a future opportunity. Well, yeah, probably. Yeah. But, but the, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They they still might have a career trajectory, but they will do it for less money. Like sure. they'll be undercut. Yeah. Uh, so you got you got to step up your game all the time, I guess, to to be valuable in that. And in and in theater, I think. Um, uh, the fact that it, uh, but we're, we're actually in my screen points right now, obviously. And if Mike, if your cigarette burns a hole in my screens, you're gonna rescreen this whole place. You understand me? I love you. It's fine. I just can't see it. I can't see where your cigarette your is. Fucking dog can run through it, but if <laughs> I burn a hole, in he it. lives here. <laughs> um, so anyway, but but when, when you're here. a theater actor, you're expected to do eight performances of whatever you busted your ass to come up with in rehearsal, and so they're 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 there's an understanding of it. There's an expectation that you have to provide. I think when you're on camera, and you've done more on-camera stuff than I have, but it's about catching a moment. When you're on, when you're there, 
You're about creating a moment. Right. And not not a reproducible moment. It's just a moment. Sure. And but on but on stage you have to create a replicable moment. One that you can do eight times a week and stay healthy sure, at sure, doing. Right. That's a very different set of requirements. Yeah. That's a very different set of of, of expectations. Sure. You know, there are, there is a, a Terrence Mann told me a story. <coughs> uh, Ter- Name dropping motherfucker. Here it is, bro. Here it is. I'm laying it down, <laughs> dropping science on you now. <laughs> Don't worry. You can bring up your Colonel Sanders uh, <laughs> anecdote in a minute. <laughs> it's like you work with. Um, but, uh, it is finger looking good. I'm not kidding. Uh, so Ter- Terry Mann was doing Javert and I was doing Valjean. And uh, we, we were, I don't know what we were rehearsing, maybe we were doing a put-in for the show or something like that, and he was there. And he was telling a story how when he was playing the bad guy in Scarlet Pimpernel, uh, that Doug, Doug, the guy who played the Scarlet, the lead in that, and I'm sorry I can't remember his name because he's a fine actor, uh, well, this was his, he was blowing up. Like, he was, he was picked out of obscurity to do this. Uh, to play this lead role on Broadway. And so in the rehearsals and when they were, where they're working on the thing, this guy is jumping through hoops. This guy is going nuts. He is he is blowing it out at every rehearsal. God bless him, young man. God bless him for you working just, hard. You mean just singing too hard? Singing, sing- no, well, no, 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 no. But the choices he was making were like, and I can fall out a window here, or I can leap through here, and I can do this, and I can do that. And but you got to Ter- do it eight times. No, I know. But see, Terrence Mann and another actor on the thing, they looked at each other and they went, newbie mistake they're like because when you when you know that eight times a week you plan for eight shows a week right you don't stretch it you know if you need to you offer it later on but eight times a week is is if you like like in cats i did cats on the national tour for a a year and uh there were like there were there were like you know 12 people on stage and six swings because everybody was hurt all the time it's just too difficult to do when you're a theater actor, you plan for the thing that you can do reliably all the time. Right. And one that you could reasonably do if you were sick and you had to do it. You know, you make sure. those plans. Yeah. But in theater, I'm, I'm sorry, in, in uh, film. On, film, on camera, you're like, I need, I need a, a piece of magic to form right now so the camera can pick it up. And then they do whatever, whatever else is. Did. Michael Kostra. Michael, I knew it was I did my first play in New York. I got my equity card. Doing a play with Michael Kostroff at the Amas Repertoire Theater mm. for Rosetta Lenoir. Oh, really? Yes, Wait, Rosetta a play, Lenoir. Ca- a, a play called Shaboom. <laughs> uh, he told a story. I once asked him, "What's the difference between film being a film actor and being a theater actor?" And he says, uh, uh, "When you're a theater actor, it's all about you. When you're a theater actor, everybody is working to get you to do your best thing." When you're working on film, on TV, on camera, uh, you're a department. You are one of the departments. You are expected to produce something. The set is 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 there to to create an atmosphere, and the camera and the lights create another. Are there another performer? And the camera is another is another element. You're just expected to do something that they can that they can that the editor can work with, that they can light, that they can do this. So you're you're a part of a larger picture, and that's that's sort of tough to do because it, it's, you it's, underplay everything on camera. And you don't know you think what they're going to use. No, you don't know. No, yeah, no, no, no. You have yeah, no you idea. Don't know. You have no choice. Uh, Russell Crowe. And it happens so quickly. Yes. Come on, settle up. Okay, and we'll, let's rehearse one. Okay, uh, action. Rob Lowe told a great story of how um, he says now 
the way the way that you're a TV actor is that in the morning you show up and you, you're looking at the script and you come up with some kind of choice that you're going to make on camera, whether or not it's good. You just have to have something early in the morning and then the rest of the day is spent uh, freezing that in stone on camera. Like the, whatever choice you made at 7 a.m. is the choice they're going to shoot at 10 uh -huh. p.m. Yeah. And so you better make a good one. And if you hate it, it's too late. It's too late right. to do it. You just recently, uh, I've heard tell, you, you were uh, cast on Shameless, the show with Bill Macy, mm -hmm. and uh, the girl who was, she played Christine in the movie uh, Phantom of the Opera with Gerard Butler. I can't remember names at all, but I, she's lovely, and I love The blonde? Her. No, the, the brunette girl. The brunette. Anyway, point to she Emily was, Rossum. Yes, boom, nice, well yeah. done. Uh, still, a couple of things firing in there. Good for you, buddy. Couple. It, and I notice in TV and film, too, that... Y it doesn't matter what's happening in the script. When I got my sides, I got my sides. You know, all, all I had for to, shameless. You got all, all I had to do was capture that twelve-second moment. Was your, or, was, or, were, were your lines uh, one? Was it on a page? They handed you a page. Yeah. Well, I had the pages, mm -hmm. and yeah, it was just you know like three lines, mm -hmm. but it it facilitated that part of the story. And it's amazing how much mileage you can get. Out of ten seconds of screen, or ten or twelve seconds of screen time, mm -hmm. how much of a, how much of the story you can tell? you can convey. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you also did uh, Boss. You had a scene in Boss. But actually, before I knew you, right? Before I knew you, I saw you on the the Showtime, no Stars, right? The Kelsey Grammer vehicle, Boss. He was the great mayor show. of Chicago. Yeah, it was great. Won a Golden Globe for that. He did, did it? Yeah, he did. Uh, his his scene in the first episode where he uh, is talking about talking to his nurse. That first no, scene. No, 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 no. The first scene it was great, where he just has a breakdown with the right. nurse telling him what's going wrong with him. But yes, that's actually fantastic. That's very brave. That's very brave to have to act straight, face yeah. front to a camera. Yeah. Um, but the the scene when uh, they bring in the the Hispanic uh, alderman, oh man, and he has a problem with it, and he and he explains him, and he has this monologue there. It's one of the best things I've seen on television. One of the best bits of acting I've seen on television. And and my my opinion of Kelsey Grammer, just as an actor, just skyrocketed at that point because it was so good. And they don't write like that. They don't write like that for TV actors. No, they don't he write was, like he was that. Brilliant. That was that was Macbeth. Yeah, that absolutely. was fantastic. Absolutely, King Lear. I yeah, mean, it was he, exactly. Yeah, that was it, <laughs> it was King uh, Lear. Yeah, um, yeah, he was really good. I'm really sad that that didn't get more than two seasons. I thought, you know, I thought that I didn't like the scripts after the first scene. They were too verbose. They let. Uh, they I think let, they sh changed showrunners. They changed on the showrunners. Yeah. Season, yeah, the showrunner is the guy is the executive producer that has final say on what goes on. Right, that, and that, that first one was uh, the guy who created wrote the show. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then, then it, got, it just got really the, the the dialogue became because obviously it was King Lear, <coughs> and the dialogue became very grand and in uh, inorganic. It seemed like the yeah. dialogue became very much. Uh, I don't know. It, it it was it was it was unrealistic yeah. to be Chicago and modern day Chicago. Yeah. Can I have the wine? You may. Thank you. Can I pee? Or can yeah, we ahead. can we pee during a no, podcast? No, you can pee during a podcast. Pee I'm not, I'm going to talk shit about you though, just All so right. you know that. Are you a baby wipes or uh, or, or toilet paper? I remember when you stayed overnight at my house. You were like, oh, baby wipes. 
You got it. Did you have baby wipes? Yeah. Okay. You know, see, I use baby wipes because I was on the road. The water's always changing, and you can you can wipe yourself into an issue, into a skin issue if you if you do that. That's but, why I love the bidet. When I was in Europe, I was just oh, like, oh god, I man, love this. I'll just man, sit there and blow water in my ass. Man, okay, pause. <laughs> Full stop. I put in a bidet. Where? I have a bidet downstairs. It's I, a hose with a spray nozzle. You just it, squirt it some stuff. It is one of those. No, exactly. You do. But the thing is, you have to, uh, uh, the, 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 the area that it sprays is not, you have to adjust. You have to find the water. You have to catch the water, so to speak. And number two, and you have to find the, where the water is hitting or else you, you blow your taint off or you, but also the water is super cold. That's one of my favorite things is when I get my taint blown off. <laughs> <laughs> don't. No, don't. You, you should not have paid her if that's what she did. Uh, but the when you go and the and the but the water in my bidet is super cold, so I want you to try that. So I want you to hang on I'm and hacking. use my bidet. Okay. Okay. If you like them, I just want to know. I'm not a fan. Bidet, baby, bidet. I'm not a fan. I'm not bidet a fan across my big brain. I'm a fan bidet. of the warm water bidet. You got the ice cold bidet? Mm. What are you fucking Sybil's mom? I know. Did Sybil's mom, no, mom gave her ice cold enemas? Did she really? Yes. Really? I didn't you remember. You don't remember that. seeing Sybil? I remember her being put with a dirty pillow. No, I'm thinking Carrie. <laughs> I'm thinking Carrie. No. Why did she use ice cold enemas? Because her mother was a whack job. Really? Yeah. Gave her 13 personalities. One of them was the ice in my asshole personality. <laughs> I think sometimes you have I that. that person- was, I'm fuck you. I fucking do it to you. I think that was you. I think you're definitely the kind of guy that puts ice up his butt. Most people have ice running through their veins. Not yeah, Andrew. He's yeah. uh, got ice yeah. in his asshole. Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, let's go. Let's go. Let's go old school. What kind of? What kind of? Uh, what kind of shows did you watch growing up? Like, who was your? What was your? Uh, what was your ten-year-old boner? Was it uh, like Nanny the Professor? Love or, American uh, style. Love American style. Karen Valentine? Yeah, no all of those people on Love American love stuff. American, American style. style. That's when I discovered That's when blue. I discovered myself was Love American style. I'd God, home does that from, make you sad to say that? I know, it really does. You know, in black like, and white. No. Yeah. It was black and white? Well, I had a just had a black and white oh, television. Well, that's nothing, man. You were just cheap. I'm, no, I couldn't have... <laughs> cheap! <laughs> um, listen. <coughs> uh, Happy Days came from Love American style. Did you know that? Happy Days. Really? Yeah, but the fr- it was it was one segment on, it was one vignette on Love American Style, which was a TV show in the what in the in the seventies, seventies, early seventies, early seventies, and it was yeah. they would do each episode would be there'd be a different, different love vignette. story right, of, right. of something. Sure. Some people trying to figure something out. Any more cigarettes, buddy? I got them in the car. Go ahead. Can I go? Sure. Three, two, one. You don't control the mic. Though. So then you, my. Uh, childhood thing. You know who I had a thing for? Hmm. Uh, Kate Jackson on Charlie's Angels, the smart one. Okay. She was always sure. my thing. I really, I dug her. Pam Dauber. Marianne. Pam Marianne. Dauber. Marianne. Yeah, uh, I liked Marianne. Bailey on WKRP in Cincinnati. Never watched that. Never watched that, but yes, you're right. Yeah. yeah. What, the, what is it about The that? nice girl. Mm-hmm. The girl. The attainable girl. Is that what it is? Maybe it is. You know, because I think sometimes we always think, oh, I'd never get her. Oh, I don't want her. The attainable girl who, who likes carbs. Door open or closed when you're using the bathroom in front of your wife. Open. Okay. Open. Ever poop while she's in brushing her teeth? Mm, okay. Now, in my home, 
if you're pooping, uh, it's generally assumed that the bathroom is off limits. You know, we won't we won't come if we need to ask something, we won't come around and look inside or anything like that. Uh, but but I'll leave the door open. But there's no looking inside. If you have to hand me something, you do it around the corner, like this random hand. Oh really? Comes around the corner. Yeah. We don't look at each other pooping. We don't look at each other pooping. But we we speak to each other pooping. In fact, we will actually. This marriage won't last. <laughs> <laughs> Has she said something to you? No. Yeah. Uh, uh, she said, Mike, will you poop in Mike, front of me? <laughs> Mike, kill that son of a bitch. Would you please? When you're done just, with the podcast, just stab Just kill him. Um, Let's kill No, it. but we don't, we don't, no, we don't, you don't, we don't sit in, if you, if you can't brush your teeth, you're only, the only way that you're allowed to do anything in the bathroom while I'm pooping is if it's an emergency. So, there is that. But, put, but right. be peeing... I turn away. I angle away. I don't like her seeing anything. I'm a gentleman that way. If your wife's showering, do you ever sneak in the bathroom and just put your hand into the shower and just grab? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, you're, that's 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 one of the perks. Bro. I did that one time and she was pooping. <laughs> you did? <laughs> no. You, you, did you fall into your wife when she was pooping? Is that like a blumpkin? What is that? Is like you can't. No. Nobody wants. Nobody is thinking. Nobody is thinking. Yeah, this would be a great time for this. While they're pooping. I think my wife and I wrote Except a song. Except maybe some Japanese we or wrote, something. We wrote a song no about we like peeing with the door open. And it turned into this. You and your wife? Well, I probably, yeah, I probably started You know, it. I think you just started singing it. And she just puts up. It, were her eyes looking <coughs> over to the left like wishing you were dead? That, I thought that's right. how she always looked. <laughs> with you, yes. Eyes up, eyes up and to the left and walking away. Walking away <laughs> and dialing for an attorney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can't afford an attorney. <laughs> Okay, my love, bring on the news. Well, first of all, we have to talk about Gene Wilder, because we just found out he died. How much, I'm sorry, love, can you get in close? We have to talk about Gene Wilder. Gene Wilder, one for Gene Wilder. Uh, 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 how was, what do you remember him from most of all? Well, what film, for me, he's Willy Wonka, but yeah. he's also, you know, Young Frankenstein. Is yes. Just, I mean, everything, everything he's done has been so great, but... Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka well. was important to me. I remember seeing that when I was when I was younger, and I remember and Gilda's husband. Yeah, no, all of that. Yeah. But but I mean, you know, uh, you, you know the story about um, when uh, he was when he was cast in the role uh, as as Willy Wonka. He said that yes, I'll do it. But what I want to do is the first time you see me, uh, I want to walk out with a cane like I'm lame, and then do a a somersault. And stand up fine. So that way you don't know what he's going to do. You never know what he's going to do. And they said, great. And that's what he did in that movie. That's what he did in the film. It, Willy Wonka, when you first see him, yep, he, he runs out. And he does he, a he somersault. He does a somersault and is like, uh, come on in the house. Sure. Some, all these people, so uh, every celebrity in the world and and uh, everybody is talking about it on Twitter right now. And um, Jay Moore tweeted a quote about that exact thing from his first entrance and he said why he insisted on the limp slash somersault entrance he said from that point forward no one will know if I'm lying or telling the truth and that's Are why you I decided me? to you do know, it when I, when, I get, when I'm doing a show I'm like You're hey these pants look my ass look fat I mean that's that's when I that's, those are the suggestions I give uh, you know, but oh. they, his, uh, his nep- does this make me look stupid you know that's what I do yeah we didn't have anything else <laughs> nephew uh, tweeted a statement. He died from complications from Alzheimer's. Really? And he said the reason that uh, he kept it a secret is because he he didn't, he said countless young children that would, would smile and call out to him, there's Willy Wonka, would not have to then be exposed to an adult referencing illness or trouble. 
and causing delight to tr uh, to worry, disappointment, or confusion. Wow. He simply couldn't bear the idea of one less smile in the world. Wow. Are you kidding me? Wow. So, Susan, you have a, you actually met Gene Wilder uh, I did. in New York City. Why don't you go ahead and share that? Yeah, it's always, you know, it's one of those things that you're you're always a little afraid to meet your heroes. And because they can be very disappointing, which, you know, living in New York City, we've met a lot of celebrities and a lot of people that you consider um, a hero. And so I was a little reticent to go, but he was standing in a Dean and DeLuca coffee shop across the street from the stage door of Les Mis oh. um, when we were doing the show in New York. And uh, somebody told me, so a, a fellow Wisconsinite, whom uh, Gene Wilder was also a fellow Wisconsinite, said, Gene Wilder standing in line at the Dean and DeLuca across the street. So we ran across the street, and my friends were cowards and stayed outside, thinking if he yelled at me or was really a dick, that he was, <laughs> that they would just keep walking back to the stage nobody, door. Nobody can disregard propriety like my wife. Uh, <laughs> Mike, I'll tell you that right now. So I, I uh, engaged him in conversation, and he couldn't have been nicer. And as soon as I started talking, and my friends, you know, looked through the window and realized he was being nice, suddenly they were all there and wanted an introduction. Yeah. But he stood around and chatted with us. But he was very nervous that we had a show to do and that we were chatting with him and that we, sh you know, we should be go going and getting yeah, ready. Yeah, yeah. And um, and nobody was interested in doing the show. We all wanted to stay there as long as we possibly hmm. could and chat with him. And he talked to us like 15 minutes. He was great. So that was that was a very nice thing. But no, so a, a lovely man. A lovely yeah, man. a lovely man. And and uh, more more often than not, and just in the last hour since I found out, if reading Twitter, everybody's quoting. Um, Pure Imagination uh, from oh, Willy Wonka, yeah, which is very great. sweet. And apparently in the statement from his family, family, he was surrounded by his family and they had um, some sort of music playing and he said it was, it was a playlist that he loved and it was on random. And as he was taking his last breath, Ella Fitzgerald's version of Somewhere Over the Rainbow began. Oh, and so wow. people That's are. That's a gift. So the, the family is, is, so a lot of people are tweeting that Like a Viking version. funeral. That's, that's, that's like, boom. Wow. Pretty, pretty lot. So anyway. What do you hope comes on the, what, what do you hope comes on the playlist when you take your last breath? Xanadu. <laughs> <laughs> when I take my last breath, it's just going to be a tuba going. <laughs> no matter what's on the playlist, no, my, what really is going to be in the air when Andrew takes his last breath is going to be chicken in the straw. <laughs> a little bit. Wait, is it turkey in the straw? Turkey in the straw. Turkey in the straw. Turkey in the straw, chicken in the basket, picking outdoors. It's, it's. No, sitting on the front porch. No, I, uh, yeah, no, that'd be cool. I thought it was going to be like Cucaracha. With a car horn. That's right. That's pretty good. Okay, so other controversial topics to discuss. Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick. Okay, my love, tell us what happened. Okay, so he's a quarterback with the, the he, he's not even the starter anymore, no, right? No, he's no. fighting okay, for the, a starting spot. Yeah. Okay, the, so. San Francisco Fortiners, San Francisco? you call them Fortiners. Fortiners? Fortiners. All right, whatever. San Francisco. Um, he, um, he's refusing to stand during the national anthem. But during the, oh, during the press oh. conference where he's saying that, that America's the great evil and is the oppressor, he's wearing a t-shirt with, um. Fidel Castro, or the is picture really? of Fidel Castro oh. on it. Okay. So he's wearing How a communist dictator. Kaepernick? He's uh, got to be. Is he a millennial? Hold on a second. Right? He's behaving like one. I think he's you know 29 I, I love, or 32 love, something. Love, Let's look it up. Uh, when, when a man asks, How old is that guy? 
it's a, it's a moment of gentility because we all understand that young He's men acting are like dumb. A, yep. We all understand that, and 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 it, they need. They are ill. In, I'd say. They're ignorant. Yes, that's fine. You can't that's be fine. dumb and be a quarterback no, in the NFL. But, but, but the I point think is, ignorance. No, no, no. The athletes, athletes have been pampered since institutionalized. they were since they were twelve. Yep. Okay, so it's very difficult to grow up when everybody tells you that everything you do is wonderful. Right. You need to get knocked down a bit. So when you ask, how old is he? He's twenty-eight. He'll be twenty-nine yeah, that's on young. November third. Pretty, pretty young. Oh, my third story was, and I have to look and see. Okay. Um. Just say three, two before you come back into it. Okay. So I can I like, know when to put see. the music tracks on. No, or five, see. six, seven, eight. How does the singer how does the singer count? Seven, eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. That's a theater joke. Um How do you know the stage is level? The the singers are, are drooling out of both sides. Nice. I don't get it. What do you call the piano player? What what, what do you call an accompanist? What do you call the pianist who's always late for a rehearsal? What? Fucking piano player. <laughs> <laughs> What's all the theater jokes you know? That was okay. One. I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna tell my, my classic one. This one kills. Okay, so they're te- checking out the theory. Three, two, one. Three, two. <coughs> they're tell checking us out the theater joke. Te- okay, so they're checking. The, they're checking out this theory that dogs take on the qualities of their owners. Okay, so they get. A uh, scientist and a dog. Your dog's licking his ass right now, Andrew. <laughs> Is he casting? Oh, okay. Okay. Three, two. They're checking out if people take on the qualities of the dogs. So they get a scientist dog, an engineer and his dog, and they get an actor and his dog. Okay, shut up. Let me finish the joke. <laughs> that was you're, a good you're ruining joke. my flow. Uh, so then they okay, so they take the scientist dog and they put him in a room with a one way mirror, two way mirror, and they put him in a room and it has a pile of bones in it. And the scientist dog moves around, he looks at the bones, and he moves the bones all around, and he writes out E equals MC squared. And they're like, oh my god, the scientists in the other room, the other side of the glass, they're writing down, they're taking notes. And then they put the engineer's dog in there, and the engineer's dog looks at another pile of bones, and he moves it all around, and he builds the Eiffel Tower in bones. And they're like, oh my god, that's amazing. They put it down there. And then they put the actor's dog in that room, and he fucks the other two dogs and eats all the bones and says, can I leave early? (laughs) (laughs) So, actors. Uh, Actors are useless. uh, Actors are useless. Three, two. I was doing a a, a class in eighth grade. And uh, we were, for some, this is back when, you know, and God bless it that we don't live under the the threat of nuclear Armageddon anymore. Because, it doesn't matter. Eighth grade, we were doing this exercise in eighth grade. Three, two, two, eighth grade. Eighth grade. (laughs) We were doing this exercise in eighth grade. And they they gave us a list of like eight or nine people, uh, ten people, let's make it easy, ten people. And they said, nuclear war is happening, and you can only get seven people in the shelter. Which do you put in there? And it's like doctor, engineer, cop with a gun, teacher... Blah, 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 blah. Actor. Nobody let the actor into their bomb shelter. <laughs> Not a single person let the actor in the bomb shelter. That's why I'm buying a lot of freeze-dried food, because none of these sons of bitches are going to let me in their bomb shelter. You need to build yourself a hole. Stuff. <laughs> I need to- 
Anthony Weiner. So um, caught sexting again, and uh, Uma Abedin said that she's leaving him. Uma Abedin, who is the, the, the closest person to, to yes, right, Democrat right presidential hand candidate, woman. Hillary Clinton. I don't know if everybody knows her. So um, the interesting thing is, though, we the were talking. The interesting thing, we were he's got a mole. We were talking about it earlier, and Andrew said, you know what, I think right now they're just trying to hit her because she's very visible with the Hillary campaign and that this is old news that they're just bringing up now. And I said, but they've got the picture of the infant. Well, it turns out that hap- it happened a year ago. I knew it! And they're pulling it out now. Right they're now they're doing it now. Makes sense. They held on. You know what? You hold, <coughs> if you got a picture of the candidate's closest aide's husband's cock next to the child, you, that thing is, that's an atomic bomb. I'm surprised. You know what? It makes me think that in October, something, things are going to get even worse. If well, but here's, now, here's my question. Which day is it? Here's August? my question. So how does it work? I only know the Hollywood version of if uh, if you were, you know, a, a political figure and I am your wife and uh, they have some sort of scandal that's going to happen, when do we find out? Not when we open the New York Times and read it like the average person does. I bet you could probably get a they have to. They hours. give you a heads up, even if it's they bad news. Do. Yeah. Just so you know, this is going to drop tomorrow. You've got 12 hours before your life falls apart. Yeah. Or respond something. to it. Yes. So, you know, we yeah. will we will Figure put your response. We're going to print now. So is that 24 hours? Is that 12 hours? What do no. you think it is for something like this? I think it depends on when. I, I don't think know. it depends on when you have to go to print. So if if indeed this story happened, this this latest sexting scandal or whatever uh, that is now bringing down their marriage, apparently, if it happened a year ago and she announces today she's leaving him, what like what was the time frame? She obviously knew that that was a that was a smoking gun sitting out there. It's just when people maybe were going to discover maybe it. Maybe tell her that that was out there. So I would just wonder, you no, know. Did she no, know a year is, ago? No, no, no. Yeah, the point is, Uma Abedin, if she stayed with him, then she would. Then it, then it would be a net negative for the campaign. Right now, aside they, from they, that, they it's, it. Uh, it, aside from the campaign, it's like fuck you. No, it's right? gross. No, it's gross. gross. No, it's, it's a terrible. terrible. It's a terrible. But if someone choice. if someone brought this out in if the opposition brought this out against the Hillary campaign. Well, yeah, no, it, it's entirely, no, no, it, it, it's, you know what the point is? It's fair game. Politics is not being. Yeah, bad. and I'm not even, I, I'm not even interested in, in, you know, arguing that point. I'm just, I'm interested in, to know, let's say it happened yesterday and it didn't happen a year ago. When did people find out? Did they, did, did, and then, so, so does he go to her and say, oh, by the way, I tweeted a picture of my, my dick next to our baby and it's going to come out, or the the person said, "Listen, I'm I'm sending this to the New York Post or whatever." So he tells her, and then when does she tell the Clintons? Who did he text this to? Uh, they said, well, wait, all, like, "All we know is he was cast- Busty Burnett." Yeah, Busty Burnett <laughs> is Uma Burnett? a Busty Burnett? No, she's, she's, she's uh, a very live, uh, fit Burnett. She's, yeah, she's a she's a thin woman. She's a thin. But the point is, but he didn't text it to her. No, no, no. no he oh. texted it to okay. another woman. He texted he met it to on Twitter. Okay. So this there, is there are lots of there. There are plenty. There are plenty of uh, uh, women on Twitter that who who are only posting uh, nude nude things about themselves, okay. which is fine. Uh, but uh, they never text me back. I send them lots of stuff. No, I don't. Uh, but it, it, it just seems like it just seems like as a as a politician. But you read what Chris wrote. Oh, okay. A politi- I'm in the middle. Uh, it's riveting. Please continue. Three, two. The a politician would would know better. You know what, Michael? <coughs> and I'm, you know I'm serious now because I'm calling you Michael. 
thank God we didn't have camera phones. Thank God. Thank God oh. we didn't have oh camera God. phones. Thank Absolutely. God we didn't have it's social media fault. when I was in high school it's or not college. Their, it's not the fault of young people that this stuff is happening because it's exactly what's going to happen. No, right, and right. it's so available, and everybody's doing it, and everybody wants to fit in. And, and if so you, you don't, do and if you don't, you're you're not gonna, that guy won't like you if he doesn't have a picture of your ass. Right, right. Yeah. It's just like I wish. Or if ten other girls, or five other girls, or three other girls are sending pictures of your. Yes, you know, no, you that's wanna... my point. Yeah, they're, 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 somebody's going to send it to him. Somebody's and young men are. Uh, are, 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 yeah, they're, they're, yeah, it's different. It's different. I actually, we cannot talk about I, the difference. I now. actually took a picture of my Wang with one of those Polaroid things <laughs> and left what? it. Lucky. Did and you, how did Grandma no. like it? No, was right. it nice? <laughs> and we were at, we were, it was a bunch of us idiots at a hotel. Oh. And I put it in the garbage can and pulled the bag out and just laid it on the garbage Wait, can. Wait, why'd you take it to begin with? So the maid would see it. <laughs> You know so, it, so we took the garbage bag you know out and put it in the bottom of it. So when you she went what? in there, she had to see my she wife. She probably... But a Polaroid. Think how much trouble I'd get in with this you know, iPhone. Right, Imagine, right. she's thinking to herself, Oi, I walked across the Rio Grande. <laughs> I finally got a job. They're like cleaning them. They're, I'm cleaning these... Oh, stuff. my I'm God. Shut best, up. I'm cleaning this Best Western in Tucson. <laughs> and how, how much worse could this be? Oh, my God, there's a penis in the garbage. <laughs> Are we going to have ice cream? Uh, yeah, we can. How much longer we got to talk? No, I you don't have to talk. No, you've already given, you've you've already done way too much talking. <clears throat> I now I have to. So I now you edit it down something. to what, like a half an hour? I, you saying hi, and then it's just the rest of me. It's just dick pics. <laughs> <laughs>
thought of you, paradise. Simply look around and view it. Anything you want to do it. Want to change the world? There's nothing to it. I know to compare with your imagination living there you'll be free 